0: Hey, hello and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Joining me this week, as always, is Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing?
1: Eh, I'm okay. i have had like a little bit of a cold this week or some shit, I don't know. But it's it's been annoying. Uh, but you otherwise, I'm that, doing alright.
0: Keep that shit away from me. I've already got sick my one time this year. I need to yeah. not get sick again.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to, to keep it away from you.
0: It better not travel through the internet, uh, because that would be problematic if a virus could travel through... Viruses do travel through the internet, just not those kinds of viruses. But if they did, that would be crazy.
1: It would. That would be awful.
0: (laughs) That would maybe be the end of uh, the human race, potentially.
1: I think so. I think so. Definitely. Definitely. Hmm.
0: But that's not the case and we're gonna get on with it, uh, because we've got plenty of stuff to talk about this week. We've got the Game Award nominations, got some other news as well. Um and we've got we've got a Las Vegas race to look ahead too.
1: Yeah. Yes we do.
0: Um, so we're gonna try to get through all of that. Um but first let's get through the games we've been playing. Tyler.
1: Where are you at? Oh man, so I've, I've played a little bit of Spider-Man 2, not too much to okay. say there, just continuing along with that. And uh, I was going to play a lot of Spider-Man 2 one day, but then I just, I kept thinking about Baldur's Gate 3.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yes. So, I played Baldur's Gate 3, no lie, for like seven hours straight. Hell um, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was awesome. And so yeah, I'm about ten hours ish into into my playthrough that I'm doing. And uh yeah, just this game's just absolutely awesome and just gets better, better and better, and better every time I play it. So I did a lot of stuff that we've done. Um I basically have to do uh I have to deal with anti ethel and I have to deal with the goblin camp. I haven't been over to the goblin camp yet, but um did some more stuff with, like, uh, Lazelle, uh in her um, companion uh, quest line, which is really fucking fascinating uh, to start off with. Uh, really yeah. good stuff. Uh, so that was that was awesome. Uh, we definitely need to do that in our playthrough since we're bringing Lazelle. Wait, did there. you go to the Mountain Pass? I haven't been there yet, but I okay. went to, uh, I forget what it's called, but, like, right underneath... A bridge that i think yeah. leads to the mountain pass so i started i did all that um okay. i haven't went to the mountain pass yet um gonna take care of the goblin camp first um so yeah did did that and i just think this game is so cool how like you bring different companions with you and there's going to be different dialogue and different interactions and in that in that moment too, I had Lazelle and I had Shadowheart with me and it's really fascinating like the their storylines and about uh, a certain object too is very opposite right now and it's really fucking cool and I just it just I just kind of stumbled into that I, did, I, I had no idea. Um, and then those sort of reveals and those character moments are just they're so special they're so amazing. Um, I love it. Um yeah, just an absolutely epic fucking game that I, I can't stop playing. This might be the only game I play the rest of the year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's I, it's incredible. Yeah. How about you? You've been you've been playing more, I assume? I have. I've been
0: poking around the Moonrise Towers. I've been uh I mean the areas around Moonrise Towers. Uh I I've done a lot of uh I've you you remember Raphael? Remember, yeah. Remember him? I do. I went, I went down. I, I killed a demon for him, uh, so that Asterion could learn some information uh, mm. <laughs> about the nature of his existence. Um, and I discovered a temple of Shar. I've discovered something called Shar's Gauntlet uh, that um, Shadowheart is very interested in uh, in completing, uh, so I've gone down that road a little bit, um, yeah, I generally had a really, really, uh, interesting learning time, there's a lot of cool stuff, and especially, um, playing as my character, uh, my warlock, having a high charisma, there are some things you can do to the bad guys that make the game a lot less combat focused, uh, Ooh. I'll say, that's cool. Um, there were some things I could talk some people into doing that uh, was kind of gruesome and uh,
1: resulted in me not having to fight them anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it, early in the game, um, you can get that uh, the quest of uh, finding the missing shipment. Um, and you and I ended up in a big old fight there yeah. in our playthrough. But I convinced that character to eat her entire crew, and then herself. Oh. And it you, was you went fucking all the way awesome. With that. <laughs> Dude, it was so cool. I, I was like, this is... I, I, I'm i being evil right now, but I fucking love it. it. So it's so cool, you know, what you're saying, how you can... How that's just an option. You don't have to fight, and you can probably find your way around it, depending on your character, your choices. It's, It's awesome. I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm loving where Act 2 is taking me. There's a lot of fucking really cool character reveal stuff. There's an awesome fight that you do um, which is basically holding off waves of enemies while another character does a thing and by god that is like one of the most epic fights I've had in a game in a long time. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited Sweet. for us to eventually get to that. Um, I've been playing that my co-op run with uh, my girlfriend and uh, we've We've done some stuff in the Underdark now. Uh, We're we're basically, yeah, we just entered the Shadowlands, so we just entered Act 2. Okay. Uh, So I'm excited to guide her around through that a little bit. Nice. Um, Yeah. It's really cool. Really cool stuff. I'm... I need to finish. I I need to finish a run of this game so then I can start another run of this game doing something completely <laughs> different. That's how I, I feel. <laughs> I know
1: it's it's pretty pretty great. I, I just yeah. yeah, I just I just feel like time just melts away playing this game. Like I just I don't know. It, it I just get very invested in it, and it's it's truly truly amazing. God. So we haven't gotten to
0: actually. I'm not sure. If, there is some there is some fight music fucking epic in this game. There is Ooh. there are some epic tracks for some of these fights. It's it's incredible. I, I don't we'll get to game we'll get to the, the game awards nominations, but by God, I think this game's gonna fucking sweep.
1: <sighs> it, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, I'm I'm pulling for it to win a lot of stuff. I think it's it's amazing. Larian deserves it. Um, I mean, I, they deserved it with Divinity Original Sin 2, but this is definitely their moment. they have definitely went a lot bigger with this game and yeah. better in a lot of ways too and you know, I haven't even been in yeah. act 2 yet, so it's just it just speaks to the quality of the game. Um, yeah. and how great. And it's it just was. fucking crazy how this style of game
0: suddenly became so fucking popular with the release of Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like people who would know, who would like, never touch one of these games are playing it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just think it's really, really appealing, and I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it comes down to the presentation of the game and the cutscenes and the dialogue and, and all that stuff and how that's presented more like a, a modern, modern might not be the right word, but say like like a Witcher Three. Something like that. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more like that, and I think those things really can help propel it. Uh, but it still has that like CRPG core, in a lot of those things that you know, Divinity Original Sin two did incredibly well are still there. Um, this this cut,
0: so Baldur's Gate three kind of reminds me of what it would have been like if Bioware didn't like fucking chase the action game and instead just kept going down this fucking path. Definitely. Yeah. That's, know, that's what Baldur's
1: Gate three kind of rings to me. Yeah. hundred percent. I can absolutely agree with you on that. I can see it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, the, I'm, the, I'm guessing that's all, that's where all your time went. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, I think the, the only, and it's not necessarily a negative, just a little bit of a yeah. negative to me is when you're playing by yourself and you have a party of four, lot of inventory management lot of inventory oh, yeah. management you spend a lot of time in those menus <laughs> like, like when when it's just you and me and we just have our character and another character it's obviously a lot more simple but you know when when you got four characters and they all need gear and you're just picking up shit left and right and you know it, it you spend a lot of time in it but that's okay yeah yeah it's
0: yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about Baldur's Gate 3 forever, probably. Uh, it's one of those games that's just going to live with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all all I've been playing. How about you?
0: Tyler, I'm on the final chapter of Like a Dragon Gaiden. It's only five chapters. It's a shorter game. Uh, so uh, I'm probably going to have it finished by the next time we talk. So I'm not sure how much I want to say about it. I uh, what I will say is that they surprised me with another crossover this time with Judgment. I meant some oh. I met some characters from Judgment and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking cool. It was really cool to see characters from that game show up in this one.
1: I can't uh, recall and you'll know better than me. Did they say if Judgment and the Yakuza games are in the same universe? Yes, they
0: did. Okay.
1: Okay. Cool. And they are executing on that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. That is sweet. Damn yeah. it, that means I need to go play those games too. Fuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it was just a. Uh, I mean, it was a side quest, but it was one of one of the ma- more major side quests. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. I did some slot car racing. <laughs> uh, I've... <laughs> I've done I've done a lot of stuff in that game, man. It's it's really fucking good. It's a really good one of these. I've dressed this it, um, This is the first time you could like I mean you could put Kiryu in different outfits in Yakuza Six, but here you can change like individual components. So I've been playing dress up with Kiryu a little bit. Um so yeah. Been playing around with that. You can do his makeup, you can make you can like change up. Like I, I have him wearing like a, I mean, I had him, I I keep switching back and forth, but there was this time where I like, I had him in like a t-shirt and sandals (sighs) and he was just like, I don't know. He was just broing out. (laughs) Um, It's awesome. And you can have like a different outfit for when you're like in the Coliseum fighting. So I have him like in like a wrestler mask
1: and (laughs) it's, it's cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm assuming that the story is very good. Holy fuck, yeah. It is
0: Nice. And it it interweaves with the Yakuza 7 story. Like Nice. It, it is 100% connected to that. Um and that's awesome. I have yet to see Ichiban. Mm. I bet I wanna bet that before this game is done, I get to beat the shit out of
1: Ichiban like what happens in Yakuza (laughs) Seven. Yeah. It would be really interesting yeah if you play it from the other perspective. (laughs) Yeah. Even though you kinda know what happens, that'd be cool. Yeah, I imagine he'd show up in this game somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm just I keep seeing trailers and
0: teasers for like a dragon infinite wealth and I'm like, damn that game looks really fucking good too, and that's only like a few months away.
1: Yeah, it does, and I think they said that recently that that's the biggest game they've ever made yet. Yeah, and like fuck. yeah, they said they
0: said something along the lines <laughs> like they're afraid that people will get tired of it if they keep playing. Like it's gonna to be
1: too. They're afraid it's too big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, like a dragon was very long, but it was very good, and yeah, I, I do worry about that a little bit, but. The stories are usually very good, and the characters are really well done, so I, I think it'll yeah. probably work out, but yeah. yeah. I, I hope I hope Infinite Wealth doesn't have some of the uh, grindy stuff like, like a dragon did towards the end of the game. He kind of had to grind a little bit. Um, yeah. I hope they kind of remove that a little bit, but I, I don't know if they will. We'll see. Yeah. Hmm
0: just awesome awesome it's an awesome game I love how it's a little bit shorter so I, I'm definitely going to finish it I might go back and I might I mean there's some stuff I want to finish all the pocket circuit stuff I want to do um, I want to do all the Coliseum stuff uh, and yeah I think that, that'll be it maybe I'll do the Cabaret Club stuff but they did a weird thing and it's not really weird because they have used like Japanese adult video actresses before but they're doing it in the cabaret club setting where it's like kind of like close up one on one intimate conversation stuff and it's like just full on FMV at that point point. Um, and it feels a little bit weird a little bit disjointed because the way things clip together um, I don't know it's it's a weird version of that mini game that
1: they've had before Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, are you doing I forget did, are you doing any like fucking karaoke or something in this game?
0: Oh yeah, I'm doing karaoke. <laughs> Hell nice. Oh yeah. Nice. Um karaoke's good. Uh <laughs> uh, I wish I just wish they had all the songs. Um I think there's like seven or eight songs available. I just wish there were more. Uh, yeah. But they're bangers. They're all bangers. That's that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's like a Dragon Guide. End. I'm gonna finish it. I'm, I'm going to finish a video game. It's about time I've did, did that. <laughs> I feel like yeah.
1: it's been a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like you've kind of been on a roll recently. I don't hmm. know. I mean, it might have been a little bit, but there for a while, I feel like you were. You're clipping through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's not dilly-dally. Let's get into the news. Tyler, do you want to do Game Awards first or last? Uh, Let's do it last,
1: because we'll probably okay. spend the most time on it.
0: All right. Well, it's a new week, but the news remains the same. There are layoffs in the video game industry. Amazon has laid off 180 workers from its games division. And the Embracer group has confirmed more than 900 900 staff have been laid off so far, and there are more to come. Uh, Yeah, it just The outlook is bleak for people working in the video game industry, and that sucks. Especially around this time when, you know, holidays are coming, people are trying to, you know, prepare for that, you know. It's just an expensive time of year and not an ideal time of year to
1: be out of work. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and Amazon's a weird one just because, I don't know, they're such a weird company with games because I feel like they really don't put out a lot of stuff. They've only put out, like, two titles. feels like. Um, they put out uh, Crucible in 2020 and canned that. Um, they were working on an MMO for Lord, with Lord of the Rings, canned that. So it's, I don't know it's kind of weird over there. They've got New World.
0: That's the only thing that's come out and stayed out.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's the only thing that kind of got people, I guess. Are they um, still working on It's like is that game still happening? Yeah. Like I, I think, know they I didn't so.
0: pull it off the shells, but I I wonder how active that game is. I, I'll have to do some research.
1: Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I just I think it's they're just a weird company with games, so it's it's a shame that Um, yeah, that they're laying off. Amazon has laid off a lot of people in this year alone in general. Um, And yeah, Embrace of Group is just they're such a mess and it's sad. Uh, It's just sad that they have gobbled up so much of the industry just to close it down and not run it very well and you know, bet on deals that that didn't happen and They're a train wreck, and it's it sucks that it's uh, affecting so many people's lives. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just
0: it just really sucks when it's so obvious what what a company like Embracer is doing, and that like there's just nothing you can really do about it. Like, yeah. it's not like any of the workers who were at these companies had any say in their in the sale of their studio to Embracer and now they're they're suffering while you know the CEO and you know all the shareholders and all the you know the executive class they're probably made off with their money and fucked off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it just Definitely. It, it just seriously blows and uh I don't know what we do about this in the future. I don't know what the future of those games and those IP are. I hope the future for those workers comes separate from this sort of uh, this sort of structure where um, I don't know one or like a handful of people can just sell out an entire studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it sucks. Another thing with Embracer too is that um they they, they they this whole thing with free radical um so free radical is a team that made uh, time splitters back in the day a franchise that i absolutely adored i played time splitters future perfect like constantly um game was so cool and uh they were owned by uh deep silver and then Embracer bought Deep Silver. They basically reformed Free Radical in 2021, and now they might shut them down again. They haven't yeah. confirmed that, uh, but apparently a lot of people have left. And Free Radical, you know, based off some digging on like LinkedIn and stuff like that, it's like, ugh, that's a shame because they didn't even put out a fucking game. You know, they were apparently working on a Time Splitters reboot, and that didn't even happen. You know, so it's like, you know, you. They just go through a lot of these things to try to bring back a lot of things and just buy all these IP just for it to go go nowhere. Uh, and then you shut these teams down. It sucks.
0: Fuck them. Yeah, it's... Uh, I just... It, it just... I, I don't know how else to say it. It's just a little bit heartbreaking to see, like people's lives being played around with like this
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely and i mean too it's it just everyone saw it coming too when they just kept gobbling up ip and studios and it's like well how you can't be that big literally like it's just it's you can't manage that and how are you making enough money with putting out those types of games there's nothing wrong with those games but they don't you know, they're not a fucking Spider-Man 2 or Call of Duty or whatever. and You know, probably the biggest thing they have is maybe Borderlands with Gearbox, but that has, that IP has uh, lost its luster a little bit. And, like, how do you do that? And then here we are, you know? It's just, everyone predicted this years ago when Embracer was really taken off.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Well... Let's stay on the topic of consolidation in the video games industry. Uh, hopefully, this goes a little bit better. Annapurna is buying a studio. Uh, 24-bit game is the biggest game uh, studio in South Africa. Uh, so, 24-bits. Who, what did they make? They just put what? out Cocoon. Cocoon. Okay, Cocoon was... There. Okay, so Annapurna published Cocoon and then bought the studio. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's how how that went.
1: (laughs) Right. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Annapurna seems decent. Um, So, and it seems like they're not, you know, they're more, and Sony's kind of broken his mold a little bit, but they're more, you know, buying teams where they had a partnership with previously, and now they're just like, hey, come join the fold, Like, like this team and putting out Cocoon. So, you know, they're not... Expanding in an unrealistic way, and based off the success of Cocoon, seems like this is a a good deal here. Makes sense, Cocoon. I need to play Cocoon. Yeah, same here. That's is Cocoon on Game Pass? I thought I saw it it on Game Pass. Yes, it is on Game Pass. Yeah, I might have to check that out then. Yeah, a Uh, lot of developers from uh, Inside, which I liked a lot. So, yeah, I, I need to check that out. So.
0: Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Also, it's just generally interesting to, uh, you know, have studios in Africa, albeit South Africa, but like if that expands like beyond South Africa, like it's just interesting to have games made in a different place, Uh, maybe different kinds of development environments. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know, like maybe the working
1: conditions are a little bit different there right yeah no I, th- I think more more of that stuff is needed in games just from different different countries and cultures and you know we're, we're seeing a really big boom in uh chinese games and i think that's that's awesome you know just more more of that stuff the better yeah
0: all right let's talk wonder woman there's there's a job posting at monolith uh They're going to make a Wonder Woman game, and probably what you least wanted to hear about is that they might be making it a live-service game. How you do that with Wonder Woman, I don't know. I would like a good Wonder Woman game. I don't want a live-service Wonder Woman game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I totally agree with you. And when I saw this, I got incredibly sad, and then I went, oh, look at Shadow of Mordor. That they recently did, uh, or Shadow of yeah. War, um, I think it was, the sequel. Um, that game was one of the first single player games, I feel, recently, uh, when at this point, I was like six years ago, but where they really started to shove in live service elements and microtransactions and a lot of just stupid shit. And it backfired on them badly. I remember they took a lot of that stuff out um, eventually. So. It's unfortunate, but it's also not surprising considering the team and uh, the publisher, Warner Brothers. I mean, uh, just on a recent earnings call, Warner, uh, the CEO, Warner Brothers, uh, said that they want to transform pretty much all their games in live service game. So, uh, not surprising. I mean, look at, uh, there's a lot of controversy around some of the stuff for uh, Mortal Kombat 1, with some of its DLC. um and how it's price and stuff. That's a Warner Brothers published game. It's not surprising. It just sucks that this is probably a single player game that is gonna have this stuff shoehorned in and a lot of times that just doesn't mix very well.
0: Yeah. Person who doesn't know what he's talking about asks studios to do something probably bad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's fucking yeah. D- Some people should not be allowed to make decisions about the direction of video games. And those people usually sit at the top, and they should just be kept away from any decision-making room when it comes to what
1: type of game is being made. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. And it sucks, too, because I'm with you. Like, There needs to be an awesome Wonder Woman game. I feel like she is built for an awesome video game. Like, action-venture, single-player, narrative-driven game. I just hope they do it right. And I just... I'm just worried about it. I mean, another example is uh, Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Warner Brothers published game. I mean, that game looks like a mess in terms of this stuff. I mean... Yeah, it's... It's gonna keep happening with Warner Brothers games. Yeah, um
0: almost makes you wish they did end up selling all their <laughs> game studios. Yeah.
1: I mean, that, Warner maybe Brothers. not to
0: embrace her, but you know, to someone else.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, Warner's is, they're just an absolute mess. Um, even on the, the movie and television side. I mean, they recently had a lot of blowback because they canceled a finished movie set in a Looney Tunes universe. I mean, it was mm-hmm. completely done for a tax write-off that's apparently only 30 million dollars but they the production costs 70 million i have no idea how that makes any sense so now they're they're completely killing all of their trust and goodwill they had with any sort of filmmakers um and it's like what are you guys fucking doing like that literally makes no sense um yeah they're just they're a mess they no, it's, have insane it, debt. I mean, it's ugh.
0: yeah, yeah. Moves like that like suck for anyone involved uh, because yeah. they don't have evidence they worked on anything because they can't show it. They can't show their work to you know new employ like potential employers. It fuck like it it feels like it should be illegal or oh. that the movies that are being written off for taxes, should be in the public domain.
1: Yeah, I feel like something with that has to change. I mean, that's just ridiculous to do. Um, and, and, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Like, if you're not allowed to make money from it, if you like, which is what these tax write-offs basically say, you're not allowed to release the movie or make money off of it, um, I imagine that's how that works, or else they'd be in like, serious fucking trouble. I feel like you should be legally obligated to release the movie for free. Yeah. Uh, Don't disagree. I don't make the laws, but, you know, that seems like a very reasonable ask. If you're going to ask for a tax (laughs) uh, write-off, we should be able to see what you've written off. (laughs) Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, because you know, where the, where that tax write off
1: is taken from (laughs) the taxes we pay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if I'm a, I mean, probably even with video games too, but especially like if I'm a filmmaker, why would you, why would I want to go work for Warner brothers like that? You know, at any second, no matter what finished or not that they could can your fucking project. No, that's ridiculous. That is just no way. No way. They're just really stepping on their toes there. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, instead of working, I should be able to just write off all my living expenses <laughs> as, as a tax write-off. <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not a person anymore. I'm a business, so I can do that. Uh, <laughs> f- fucking awful. Um Yeah. Speaking of scummy things uh, being done, PlayStation Portal scalpers. All right, I don't understand what the fuck's happening here. How do scalpers believe they're going to make money buying out a product that most certainly there isn't demand? Like, is there serious demand for the PlayStation
1: Portal? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused by it because I think, and it seems like it is a pretty neat device based off the reviews, um, I don't know if there's high demand for it or if Sony just didn't make enough to satiate the small pool of people that do truly want it. Um, yeah, it, it is weird because, yeah, apparently it's sold out and now scalpers are out there selling this thing for $300 plus when it's... 200 bucks um yeah, yeah i don't i don't know uh don't
0: uh, don't pay 300 dollars for this device that's already overpriced at 200 dollars. yeah that's my advice for anyone out there <laughs> absolutely like they'll, they'll make more of them like just just wait and there will be a price
1: drop in the future i uh, almost guarantee it yeah i'm sure i'm sure there will be a price drop a sale whatever i mean if we, you know, it, it might take a little bit. I mean, we we saw it at the PS Five that took a long time, but it'll come, it'll come around. Maybe Sony completely underestimated how many people want this thing. I have no idea. Um, yeah. If it did a little bit yeah. more, I think I'd be all over it. I do. I just uh, wish it did some some cloud functionality and and all that stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, we've we've talked endlessly about that.
0: Yeah. They Sony just needs to figure out their cloud streaming. That's that's what they need to do. Yeah.
1: Uh, agreed.
0: Uh just, let's see, what else do we have? We have PlayStation Plus catalog games being added. Uh let's see what we've got here. Alright. We've got Teardown, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, Mobile Suit Gundam, Extreme vs. Maxi Boost On. Ah, oh, that's a title. Uh, Dead Island, <laughs> Riptide, Definitive Edition, Superliminal, Ayudan Chronicle, Rising, Nabunaga's Ambition, Taishi, Alternate Jake Hunter, Daedalus, The Awakening of Golden Jazz, <laughs> River City Melee Mach, and then the classics being added: Grandia, Jet Moto, Up, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Series, and Parappa the Rapper Two. Um, some very long titles. Um. Yeah, maybe some, maybe some people, out, maybe you sickos out there should check out Dragon's Dogma.
1: Ooh. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's a good get. I think it's a smart play for, uh, Sega to do that too. Mm. You know, with the sequel coming out, just trying to get get that game into some any of these services, just to remind people, like, hey. We made this, and it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Teardown seems like a neat game. Oh, um, yeah. Teardown's so, fascinating. Yeah, so I think that that's a good get. Um, in Chronicles, you know, if you're into that sort of stuff, that, that game seems pretty good. Yeah, the, the classics are alright, too. I mean, I'm not a big Jet Moto fan or anything like that, but I know people do like them. So mm. I don't I don't know if I ever played Parappa the Rapper two. Mm. I truly don't well, know if I ever played that game. I, obviously, I played the first one. That game's a fucking classic. But I, I don't know if I ever played second one.
0: Yeah. Uh, up next, we've got some uh, sales numbers, Tyler. What? Do
1: you, how, tell me what's selling. Tell me what's selling out there. Well, the. Uh, The PlayStation 5 is selling really well, Um, but overall, hardware down 23% year-over-year. So, uh, Xbox Series X, though, beat Switch for the first time in a while. Um, And, yeah, do you want to get into the
0: games? Yeah, let's get into the top 20 games of October 2023. I'll start us off at number 20. We've got Lords of the Fallen, which is the new Lords of the Fallen game. There was an old Lords of the Fallen game, but they released another. You know that, right? Like yeah. There's an... yep. yep. Yeah. Just titling games. I guess it's hard, but like they can do better. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen is Minecraft. Eighteen Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Seventeen Forza Motorsport. Sixteen The Crew Motorfest. Fifteen Elden Ring. Fourteen Starfields. Thirteen. NBA 2K24 12 Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 and at number 11 is Call of Duty Modern
1: Warfare 2. Uh number 10 uh Hogwarts Legacy, 9 Sonic Superstars, 8 NHL 24, 7 UFC 5, 6 Mortal Kombat 1, 5 EA Sports FC 24, 4 Madden NFL 24. Uh, three, Assassin's Creed Mirage, two, Super Mario Brothers, Wonder, and number one, no surprise, Marvel's Spider-Man 2.
0: Yeah, no surprise, that one-two punch there, I, I, I kind of saw that coming. Assassin's Creed Mirage is a little bit of a surprise for me, being like, I don't know, like a self-proclaimed smaller Assassin's Creed game. Uh, I guess
1: people are into that. I guess yeah. people like that idea. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed is still very popular. I think. Yeah, I think number three is a little high in what I thought it was going to do. Definitely in the top, probably six. I thought, but yeah, beating out a lot of these sports titles, uh, Sonic getting up there. People, people yeah. had their Sonic. Number nine. Um, yeah. Metal Gear. Shows there's some hunger there still for that franchise, even though there's some, some pretty big issues with that collection. Um, Starfield hanging out there, that being the number one game, which was a little surprising uh, last month, but Starfield's still on up there. Forza um,
0: still, Forza managing to crack the list, even though it's on Game Pass.
1: Yeah, right. I wonder, I wonder how, I think Microsoft's probably very happy with the sales of Starfield. I wonder how happy they are with Forza. I do would be curious on that, but I'm sure the engagement in Game Pass is pretty high. So yeah, yeah, pretty pretty solid month altogether. So yes, yeah. I guess the guess the one other thing though is um, No Alan Wake two. No,
0: I mean uh, what
1: what it day came did that release October 27th, So it didn't have that that many. Uh, mm. days but you know if you remember back when Control came out I don't even think Control charted or if it did it yeah. was really low and it you know here's this game that won Game of the Year awards and all sorts of stuff and Out Wake Week 2 is probably going to be the same thing and I don't know it seems like Remedy's just one of those uh, they kind of are starting to remind me of some of those like auteur sort of directors with movies that you know their movie comes out People love it. It gets great reviews. Uh it per- might win fucking a bunch of Oscars or something and all these other awards, but it just doesn't make a lot of money. Maybe it probably yeah. lost money. Like and it seems like I'm not saying I don't make two lost money, but um you know, yeah, Remedy seems like one of those sort of teams.
0: Yeah, and they hashed out that deal with Epic to keep that on the Epic game client for PC, so Yeah, I'm sure they got some money there. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, Epic. We didn't go over Epic operating at a loss, so I'm not sure how much money they spent on Alan Wake two. So, <laughs> it could right. be ridiculous. Who knows? Um. Also ridiculous. Some of the games being nominated at the Game Awards. <laughs> we'll get into it. We've got Let's categories. Do it. I'm gonna actually just scroll down to the bottom because they have Game of the Year at the top here, and we're gonna just go through some of these categories. None of us give a shit about esports or content creators. We like content creators. We just don't pay much attention to to that uh, award here. Um, Most anticipated game. There are five. Yeah, there's five games per category here. Um, Some of them have six. Uh, but the most anticipated game category, we've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight. It's a fucking solid list. I like it that is. list a lot.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you going for Like a Dragon here? Is that that your most anticipated game? I know you're a huge Hades fan, though, so...
0: But I'm also a huge Star Wars fan, Tyler. You know that's this about true. Me, I am the biggest Star Wars fan in the world.
1: A lot of these games um, are your fucking jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say four list. out of five of
0: these are yeah. my fucking jam. I s- apologies to anyone who loves Tekken. I'm not yeah. a fighting game guy. Uh, damn. Yeah, this is hard for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think for me it's like a Dragon probably five probably followed by Final Fantasy and then Hades 2 but those two are a lot closer than you might think for me mm. and then Star Wars yeah. Outlaws so
0: I mean they are they would be, all four of these might be in my top personal top 5 of most anticipated games that's how good yeah. they are um, right yeah, it's good this category uh rolled out um Okay, this one confused me because they did a presented by um which I guess means there's a sponsorship deal here. Best multiplayer presented by Discord. We've got Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6 and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um
1: I don't know. I don't know what's going to take this. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like maybe Street Fighter Six, but to me, Baldur's Gate three is just awesome. I think that game yeah, but does as
0: multiplayer a mul- very well. Yeah, it does. But hmm. I maybe guess it's, it's just because it, we're playing on PlayStation. I definitely feel the game hitch a lot more playing multiplayer.
1: Yeah, and it's also just one of those things. Like, how do you uh, um, measure multiplayer versus co-op? You know, technically they're the same thing, but it's another one of those things. Yeah, I th- I'm gonna lean towards Baldur's Gate three here. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: All right, let's uh, move on to best community support, which I don't really know. I'm an authority on this category.
1: No, they've got but...
0: they've got Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Destiny two, Final Fantasy fourteen, No Man's Sky. Did Destiny two just Get put in this category because it exists.
1: Yeah, I, that that's what I was <laughs> going to say. I can't speak to a lot of these games, but Destiny 2? Really? Really? what, What? What? No. No. Can't be uh,
0: that. I like... I, I like the Baldur's Gate three patch notes. Have you? I'm not sure if you've ever read the Baldur's Gate three patch notes, but there there some there's some incredible stuff in there. <laughs>
1: yeah, there is. There is. I haven't like read them in a lot of detail, but I've glanced at them, and yeah, there's a lot of like, a lot of good stuff there.
0: Uh, we've got games for Impact. Uh, I don't feel like. Again, I do not feel like an authority on this category, so I'll just read out the names of these games. We've got A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Cenar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chaya, uh, Terranil, and Venba. Right on. Yeah. And then Innovation and Accessibility. Again, neither of us have accessibility needs but the games nominated are Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6. I think it's notable that all of these are either AAA or AAA published games. Um I I kind of remember in the past there being some at least some like smaller independent games in this category, but it seems to be eaten up here by uh, the big games.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I obviously I can't really speak to a lot of this stuff, but I will say Spider-Man 2 has a ton of accessibility options. Are they good? You know, I obviously I can't speak to, but they have a lot of stuff. Sony has been really pushing with that uh, with a lot of their first-party titles, so yeah.
0: Uh, next category here is best sports slash racing game. We've got EA Sports FC twenty four, F one twenty three, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed two, Turbocharged, and the Crew Motorfest. I think this is going to be a. To- I think it's going to be a toss up between Forza and EA Sports FC. I think EA Sports FC is going to take the category. Ooh, um, just yeah. because. It is technically the launch of a new IP. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can see it. I, I can see esports Sports FC winning, yeah. For sure.
0: Um, we've got Best Sim slash Strategy Game, Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, which, yeah, that game eventually launched this year. <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh, forgot about that one. City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. I think it would be really funny if Pikmin Four won this category because I don't know how it fits in this category.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't play any of these games, so I'm not sure.
0: But uh, we've got best family game: Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin Four, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That's obviously going to go to Mario, right? It just yeah. has
1: to. I think it'll go to go to Super uh, Mario as well.
0: All the fighting games are on the best fighting game list here. We've got God of <laughs> Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon, All-Star Bar- Brawl 2. I've seen some clips from that game. That game looks cool. It does, yeah. <laughs> got Pocket Bravery and Street Fighter Six rounding that out.
1: I I have never in my life heard of God of Rock.
0: I have Neither no idea
1: that. what that is. <laughs> but I think it's going to be Street Fighter Six. That's my guess.
0: Okay. Best RPG.
1: Ooh, ooh! This category is fucking stacked this year.
0: Baldur's Gate three, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. yeah. Let's uh, be honest. But, but the other yes. other games are Final <laughs> Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Have we traditionally seen the Souls like or Souls games in general in the RPG category?
1: I want to say yes, but
0: okay, I could be wrong. What are genres anyway? It's all bullshit. Uh, yeah. But Baldur's Gate three is gonna win that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. It's a. There's a, All these games are great, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three. Uh,
0: best action adventure game: Alan Wake two, Marvel Spider Man two, Resident Evil four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know
1: who's gonna win this. Is it gonna yeah. be
0: Tears of the Kingdom?
1: It's, it's stacked. Be. I think it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, this is a pretty pretty great category here. Um, I didn't play enough at Tears of the Kingdom, so I can't speak to it. Um, it's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the five, six hours I played, I loved. Um, but yeah. Mm.
0: The 30 Sp- hours I've played and barely scratched the surface, I've loved. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spider-Man's um, really good. Resident Evil 4, though, is just... Ooh. Awesome. Loved
0: it. Best action game. We've got Armored Core Six, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island two, Ghost Runner two, Hi Fi Rush, and Remnant Two. I I don't know. I think maybe Hi Fi
1: Rush is gonna win this. Yeah. I think Mm man, I think it's gonna be Armored Core Six. Okay. But I would love if Hi-Fi Rush won this award. I think that's where my heart lies. That's the only one I played on this list, but that game is fucking awesome. One of the best I'm games just of the year for sure.
0: thinking about the people who vote for these awards. Um, and I just think that more people will have had a good time with Hi-Fi <laughs> Rush. I think some people may have been catfished into Armored Core 6, not realizing what kind of game that was. <laughs>
1: True. I mean, yeah, it's very. It's a hard game. I don't know. It is I think a very hard game. <laughs> yeah, I think a sleeper here though might be Remnant Two. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's brilliant. Really, really got yeah. got people and it was surprising how good it was yeah. to a lot of people. So, yeah, great category.
0: Neither of us play VR or AR games, um, but the games in this category are Synapse. Resident Evil Village, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, and Gran Turismo 7. Um, but yeah, neither of us play those games. So, Yeah. Uh, mobile games, we don't... I mean, I do play them. I guess I can read these out. We've got Final Fantasy 7, Ever Crisis, Honkai, Star Rail, Hello Kitty, Island Adventure, Hell Monster yeah. Hunter Now, and Terra Nil.
1: Hello Kitty, let's go!
0: I th- mm. I think Monster Hunter might take this. I've really yeah. had a good time with Monster Hunter now.
1: I can see it. I can see it.
0: Uh, best debut indie game? We've got Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Mm. Uh, I need to play some of these games, is what this category is telling me. I yeah. have been lacking in my indie game
1: intake yeah and i think it's just one of those things like trip the triple a games have just hit so hard this year it's been tough to get around to some of these but probably only towards cocoon but yeah, i've heard a lot of good things about a number of these dredge viewfinder specifically i've heard great things about pizza tower yeah i've heard games pizza tower paint. is a blast
0: um And then we have the best independent game category with a little controversy, which we'll get to. We've got Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. The controversy being Dave the Diver. The studio, Mint Rocket, is owned by Nexon. This game was published by Nexon. Nexon is a very, very large company.
1: Right. That is weird. Very weird. But Um, what is indie? Indie. Who could say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's. You could. There's an argument that Baldur's Gate 3 is an indie game. You know? <laughs> I mean, Larian's an independent team. They published it. Like, I, what? It's it's a weird thing. I think this is probably going to be Sea of Stars, though. That's my guess.
0: Okay. Best ongoing game: we've got Apex Legends. Cyberpunk 2077, which now qualifies as that, having released DLC, I guess?
1: I guess, yeah. It is a weird pick.
0: Um, and then we've got Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I think, as much as it pains me to say this, I think Fortnite takes this. I think this one goes to
1: Fortnite. Yeah, I feel like this goes to Fortnite every fucking year, though. It sucks. Yep. This is I mean the Fortnite award. Sometimes Fortnite does deserve it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I could see Cyberpunk winning this. Though. Yeah, Cyberpunk
0: definitely has a pretty good case if it's in this category. They've done some incredible things to that game. Yeah. Definitely. Uh next up we've got the best adaptation. We've got Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Super Mario Brothers movie and Twisted Metal? This goes to the Mario Brothers movie, doesn't it?
1: No. No, 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 no. No? Definitely not. i I could see the Mario Brothers movie winning. I think it's The Last of Us. Really? Easily. You think that oh, show's sure yeah. that good? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay. It's very very well done. Is it basically telling the same story again? Yes. But it's very well done for what it is. I think it's a toss-up, though, between that and Super Mario Brothers movie. Um mm. I watched the first episode of Twisted Metal, gotta say, <laughs> way better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. It's legitimately I've got, I've funny. Got, I've, I've got Peacock,
0: I can I can load that up sometime.
1: Yeah, I would check it out. I mean, it's, I thought that first episode was legitimately very funny. Doesn't hang on from there? I have no idea, but it's 30 minutes in and out. I think it's exactly what that show needed.
0: Okay. uh let's see we've got the best performance category here we've got Ben starr from Final Fantasy 16 he plays Clive or no he plays uh no is that Sid I forget the um, cast Clive plays.
1: pretty sure it's Clive. Clive I'll double check but I'm pretty sure it's Clive
0: okay yep yeah he, he's Clive yes uh then we've got Cameron Monaghan in Star I should have looked these up ahead of time. In Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's the guy who does... Is that the guy who does Cal Kestis? Yeah. Okay. Main guy. Then we've got Idris Elba in Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know what character that is, but it's just the character model of Idris Elba. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Then we've got Melanie Libbard in Alan Wake 2. Uh, that's the new protagonist in that game. Yes,
1: correct? Saga, I think is her name.
0: Saga. And then we've got Neil Nubon, who I believe plays Asterian. Correct. Yep. In Baldur's Gate 3. And then we've got Yuri Lowenthal in Spider-Man 2. Ooh. I don't know, man. I love it's Asterian. I love Asterian's voice lines.
1: <laughs> me too. I think Asterian is very well written and very well acted. So... <sighs> Ooh, that's my guess, I, or that's that's where I'm leaning. Man, I, I feel like you can't go wrong with any of these. The only one I don't think I really know anything about is Idris Elba.
0: Um, but it's Idris Elba, and does the Game Awards just want Idris Elba on the stage?
1: Yeah, who knows?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Um, this is the, my conspiracy brain coming on here.
1: Yeah, Clive though with uh, Ben Starr, I I like Clive. Clive's good yeah but staring's better yeah
0: we've got best audio design Alan Wake 2 Dead Space Hi-Fi Rush Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Resident Evil 4 this goes to Hi-Fi Rush or Dead Space
1: for me it's Dead Space I okay. think I think the audio design that game's fucking incredible um Man, this is another one that is. I think I think some of these categories just showcase how strong this year is because it can honestly go to any of these, and I'd be totally fine. But
0: It shows you how fucked Call of Duty is that it doesn't even get nominated for Best Audio Design because
1: it <laughs> yeah, almost always is. It always is, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but when you're basically just releasing the same game on the Warzone map, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, best score and music, we've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16 Hi-Fi Rush, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sorry, everybody, but Baldur's Gate 3. I'm sorry, but that game. Just, mm, listen to it sometime. <laughs> yeah? Uh, mm, I have that stuck in my head
1: every fucking day. Oh, I do too. Uh the the yeah, there's so many good good tracks. The main theme especially gets stuck in my head constantly. I still sometimes get music from Divinity original sin 2 stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, Baldur's Gates my pick, but Final Fantasy 16 fucking slaps. Yeah, god. Damn, some of those boss fights, the music is just ripping, and it is so epic and so well done. But then some of that music got stuck in my head, too. Like, the main theme, um, when you load the game up, the music at uh, the Hideaway is just really chill, really catchy. Mm -hmm. Man, Final Fantasy is good. Hi-Fi Rush is really good, as well. Um, Don't get me wrong on that, but... I gotta lean towards the. I gotta lean towards one of those too. i I'm always a sucker for more orchestral music like that. Um, I'll always lean tor- towards that stuff more than say, mm-hmm. I don't know, more chip tune stuff. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I love that stuff too. But man, I just I love epic stuff like that. So that's where I gotta go.
0: Uh, next up, we've got Best Art Direction. We've got Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Brothers: Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm hurt that they didn't, you know, just open up a sixth slot in here for Remnant 2, because some of the fucking art in Remnant 2 is really incredible. Mm. Uh, yeah. But of the ones here,
1: I'm leading Lies of P. Mm, yeah, I can see it. I mean, Liza P looks really good from what I've watched. I'm going to lean towards Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. I think that, like, animated cartoon art style is really, really good. and It pops really well. Um, it's very, it's like a variety to it as you play the game. It's looks great in combat. Menus are good. Love good menus. That's what I'm going for. Um... Man, I could see a lot of these though. I mean, a lot of these are really, really good.
0: Yeah. Uh we've got Best Narrative. Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy sixteen, and Marvel Spider Man two, but I will say if Final Fantasy sixteen would be so much better if it was a twenty hour game. That yes. narrative would have been so much fucking it would have hit so much better if it were a short twenty to thirty hour game not 40 to 60
1: (laughs) completely agree I mean I'm glad it's nominated I think because it it is a good story but I agree it's just it's drawn out way too much um yeah that's the only one of these that I have finished Baldur's Gate 3 is really good so far and I'm only in act one you know it's just really well done um Spider-Man 2 is also good but it's it's a slow build so far for me in the first third of the game. So, I think
0: in this category or maybe the next one, one of these categories Alan Wake 2 is going to get its sympathy award because it deserves to win something. And it yeah. might be here or it might be in this next category best game direction, which I feel like is uh in in um Remedy's Wheelhouse. Uh because in game direction we have Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider Man Two, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I think Alan Wake Two might win
1: this one. Maybe. Yeah. I can see Alan Wake Two winning this based off of what I have heard. Either
0: either Alan. I, mm, I think Alan Wake Two wins best narrative and then Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom wins Best Game Direction hmm. because of all the new building stuff and just the new stuff they've added to Legend of Zeldas.
1: It's, That's true. You can really, really break that world. Um, yeah. But also, the direction for Baldur's Gate 3 is fucking awesome for an RPG.
0: Yeah, but, but they aren't going to pick the same game for Best Game Direction and Game of the year, Tyler.
1: I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Sometimes it happens, though. Sometimes it does happen. Um, I think when God of War won in twenty eighteen, it won both. Mm-hmm. So it does happen sometimes. Um, not all the time. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go best narrative, Alan Wake two, best game direction. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you with uh, Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Okay. And then we've got the game of the year category. Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Tyler, I think you had this nailed on. Yeah, I'm pulling pulling that up right now. Um, let's see. You had Zelda, Baldur's Gate Three, Spider-Man Two, Jedi Survivor, Dead Space Remake, Starfield. So you got three. Three out of six, I put down Zelda, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Starfield, Alan Wake 2, Mario Wonder. So, but, so, yeah, I put Starfield in there, Resident Evil 4 made it. However, originally I did pick Resident Evil 4, and then I went with Starfield, so I don't know. Um, Starfield, though, really quick, completely snubbed. With these awards, I don't even think Starfield's Starfield got nominated for best RPG, and that's it.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm just uh, struck like I'm looking at all these categories that Starfield could potentially be in here, Um, and I do like the NASA punk art direction they've went went through. That's how they described it. Uh, I do like that art direction, but I don't think it holds up to the things that are nominated. Um, and as far as the other categories here, I just don't see it really fitting in. Um, yeah, I just, I really don't, don't believe it belongs in any of the other categories. I don't think it excels in any of these other directions and, uh, in uh, any of these other, uh, categories. Uh, I just don't, I don't see it.
1: Yeah. Definitely, and and to your point earlier about, but it's,
0: but it, I'd like to reiterate, I don't think it's a bad game. I think it is a rather good game. It just doesn't particularly excel in any one of these categories.
1: Yeah, yeah, just just one of those years. Yeah, for sure. Um, to your point about game direction and then game of the year last year, I looked up Elden Ring won both awards. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like.
0: <laughs> It is possible. I just feel like it's set up in such a way that that it's, in in the spirit of the award show, it should typically go to two different games. Because I I, I just have a feeling, because like, why would you have these two different categories that are pretty much the same thing if you
1: really think about it? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of are. Um, all right. I think this year, while I think this entire list is great, I think this year is a straight-up fight between Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom, and I, I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. One year back.
0: Yeah, I think recency bias probably pulls Baldur's Gate 3 ahead. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't deserve the Game of the Year awards, but it is a more recent release. Uh, it is... In, it is still the most hyped up thing. It is still the video game that I see on TikTok nonstop. Um, that was Tears of the Kingdom for like a month or two after it released. Uh, but now, right now, in this moment, and I predict with it over the next month or so, it's still going to be Baldur's Gate 3 dominating the, you know, just the general public mind space. And that is the game that's going to win Game of the Year this year.
1: Yeah, I can see it. I think, yeah, it's just, I just feel like this game has hung around a lot. It's continuing to just be in the conversation. Not that Tears of the Kingdom isn't, and wasn't. I mean, it was, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We just feel like Baldur's Gate's hanging around a little bit more. Um, Yeah. I think also, because this is Larian's first game that's like really blown up in like a very more mainstream way. I think it's kind of blowing people's minds, too, of like, wow, this studio is awesome, what they did is awesome, and it's captured a lot of different people, so I think that kind of works in its favor, whereas Tears of the Kingdom is good, and they they brought a lot of new and interesting things to that that game, that world, and that formula, but, you know, it's a little bit more of the same in, in ways. So I don't know. Yeah. That's my pick, Baldur's Gate Three, that's who I'm rooting for. I feel like it'd be very awesome that game one. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm almost certain Baldur's Gate three is going to win. And uh if anything else happens, uh sue me. You can bet yeah. on it. You can you can bet you can put your house on it. Uh <laughs> Baldur's <laughs> Gate three is gonna win and you know, if you lose, just come find me.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the the dark horse here though is Alan Wake 2. Yes, it is. That Cause is that. There are some people out there saying like this is absolutely my game of the year and it's mind blowing. I think that is a dark horse here. I I don't see Resident Evil Four, Spider Man, or Super Mario Brothers. Wonder winning. So it's any of those yeah. three, but I think it's mostly Baldur's Game Tears. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good list though. It's like. I'm just looking at this list. I'm comparing it to the list of games we've played this year. Um, and, yeah, I just, yeah, I, um, I'm i wondering, however, Tyler. How has uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty not been nominated for anything?
1: Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I think it's one of those years, but, yeah, that's that's a good one. And it's not been nominated at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: Was Arcade Paradise last year? Is that last year game? Mm, Hmm. I don't know. Cause that's a good game. That yeah, that was last year. Okay, I'm I'm tripping. I just played it this year. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a great year. It's always, you know, when you have a year like this, I think these sort of things are always a lot more fun. In the end, you know, it doesn't matter who wins, no. But it's it's fun, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the Game Awards. Also looking forward to hopefully, I'm sure we will, get a lot of new announcements. Because I feel next year's looking a little lighter, which I'm okay with, because I'm still, like, trying to catch up from this year, Um but right now, it's looking a little lighter. I'm... Well, if Like a Dragon so, we'll Infinite see.
0: Wealth is as big as they say it is, I, <laughs> I think they've got me covered.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, between that and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, that's probably my first half of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With how big those games probably are and how long they'll take me to finish. Yeah. And who knows? I might still be playing Baldur's Gate 3 by then. Who, who fucking knows?
0: Yeah, I might have gone back to Cyberpunk 2077 by then. Yeah. 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 But that's uh that's the game awards uh that's the show I think we're I think we've done it I think we've done a show this one's kind of went long actually yeah
1: it's our longest one in a while
0: yeah Mm. well we look forward to bringing you more long ones uh really really um thick dense uh hard topics uh gonna bring with you each and every week <laughs> um <laughs> we're gonna you know fill you up uh with that good creamy goodness uh
1: <laughs> last thing hmm. are you oh, oh vegas. looking forward to the vegas gp
0: hell yeah i want to see if... i have a morbid curiosity Same. Um, the thing that scares the shit out of me is that pit exit
1: yeah, that pit exit's pretty gnarly.
0: Exiting Definitely. pretty much on the racing line of turn one. Mm.
1: Yep, yep. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, on cold fucking tires.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be very cold. Track looks slippery. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just curious about. it. I mean, the race could be a total shit show. Who fucking knows? But
0: I don't, I don't I'm think it's going to, to it. be a good race. I just think it has potential for
1: chaos. Definitely. And the track, um, you know, it seems like it might be kind of like the Monza of street circuits. Like, just a lot of straights, very high speed, very few corners. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm, I'm curious about it. I think, I still think it's fucking insane that it's happening, that's here. A lot of the stuff looks really cool. Like, I will say, like, the whole, um, paddock that they built, and the way that the, like the F1 logo's on the top, and the way they have that all lit up and stuff, and some of the pictures that I've seen, I'm like, that is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it looks awesome. Um, hopefully it produces a good race. We'll see. Yeah. But, looking forward to it. The only fucking bone I have to pick, I'm gonna sound like an entitled American here. Alright, alright. This fucking race is on at one in the morning our time. <laughs> what the fuck
0: Tyler (laughs) it's for it's for it's for me it's for the gremlins who work night shift baby
1: yeah I know I know I know there's there's a there's a lot of people out there like that but I'm like dude the the race is on at one the morning and uh that's the same time that the races are on our time in Japan in Australia I'm like, mm-hmm. they're on the other yep. side of the fucking planet. I live in this country and have to stay up that late. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but in qualifying, qualifying's on at three in the morning. Yeah. Like, God damn. <laughs> I'll probably uh, stay up for the I'll stay up for the race. I'll just catch qualifying afterwards. But yeah. yeah it, the timing's just crazy, I think, on yeah. on some of that stuff. So
0: Yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fucking cold by the time that race is done. Like, they're going to be freezing oh, their yeah. asses off. Like, I, I imagine they're still going to sweat in the car, but as soon as they step out of the car, they're going to be shivering.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of insane that this race, like, they'll be cold. Very, very cold. Um, and then just a couple weeks ago they were in Qatar nearly dying of heat exhaustion. Because yeah. it was so fucking hot and humid over there. It's like, <laughs> you know, it shows you how different the the world is but just that the the extremes um in this kind of uh, time period of of the year that you can get so yeah yeah it's pretty wild
0: yeah we look forward to that we'll talk a little bit about that uh next time uh but it's time to wrap this up uh so you all know what you got to do Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends, all that good shit. We'll be back next week, and until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Vroom, vroom, vroom!